Welcome to the Henry and Brendan Show. Role play. That may be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just doing uploads. Probably just saying. Give us your money. I don't care what other people do. It's awful. Never do that bad. <laughs> Why are we unable now as a society to have any moderate or balanced takes on anything? Um, it doesn't sell. We gotta figure out an outro, dude. One. Yeah, but like, why do people buy that and then take it onto themselves? I think it's they ridiculous. don't. They don't have a choice. They don't have. They do. I've seen it. They have a choice on an individual level, but like in terms of like what's going to happen as a consequence, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like the, the people are going to use the phrase and the education is for everything forever, and there's nothing they could do about it. Right, but my point is like, why can't we as individuals? Like I get why the the parties themselves as like an animal, in and I'm talking very politically about balance takes because I think it's a pervasive issue, but it applies to a lot of different things. It applies to also subjective know, phrase. Subjective, what balanced? Like, and, and so this is another part of the problem, right? It's just it's like okay, moderate then just. Well, so what do you say moderate? Like if you if you I put mean, like, like is it in the middle of the political compass test, like right there in the X? Because I would say it's not really closer, moderate. I'm saying closer towards the middle rather than further towards the edge cases. Because you get you get people who either think Trump is Jesus or Biden is gonna save the world. I was talking I don't remember him. Jesus paying hush money to to a porn star. Exactly. Um, that's just me personally. I never saw that yeah. in the Bible. No, here's the thing. They both just suck. They, they both just suck. It doesn't matter about your political affiliation. They just um, do. Okay, why? Why do they suck? Well, because like Trump pays hush money to porn stars and encourages his followers to riot on the Capitol, which is just like documented fact. And then you have Biden, who repeatedly says that he's his own husband and comes on to talk about the Tennessee shooting that just happened and is talking to small business owners about ice cream because for all recorded fact, like it looks like he just forgot what he was supposed to talk about for a second and just defaulted to the old script or someone didn't tell him. But. He's definitely not all there. You can see or, it in a lot of these recordings. Or to to maybe just offer a you know devil's advocate. Or uh, it was to kind of lighten a pretty difficult situation in people's minds. I mean, we do this all the time. I mean, re- realistically, I mean, think about it, like when people die in funerals. Okay. We have like but, celebrations of life, and we yeah, have fun. We, and we're having we, a party, and it's gonna be fun. Okay, you're right. You're right. That that could be it. But I watched the whole video on three different news sites, and like, like the problem though is that you it's watched weird. That they video? say we're cutting to the president talking about the shooting now, and <laughs> he's not talking about the shooting. The problem is there's some people who I feel like are more educated than we are in these topics who who actually think 
Biden is great. And then there's people who are more educated on these topics that think he's terrible. And so the, I think there's, there's, uh, it's too, there's, there's a few problems with why there aren't as many, it doesn't feel as if there's as many moderate political ideologies anymore. One, because we never see it because mm. nobody cares. I mean, yeah. it, it's like, it's one thing to like, what story sells better? The person that says, you know, I'm pro-choice, but only up to a specific point. I don't find late-term abortions to be acceptable in many scenarios, but there might be some exceptions. Or the per- the person that's like, you can't have an abortion, or the person that's like, you can have an abortion before the age of two. Like, you can plop them out, and then the one and a half years old decide that one of them, throw them in the yeah. oven. My point is, is For it's sure. like, those 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 are, are a lot more, you know, it's like the, it's like the song Vicarious by Tool, you know, where yeah. it's, you know, he's got this eye on the TV because tragedy thrills me, right? It's like people get engaged by that and then it sells and then the ratings go up and then they make more money and then it's just like it's more engaging and people like it. It's not just – I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, the, it's the media. It's the media. It's the media. It's like you're consuming the content. Like you're yeah. – you are feeding the machine and you know you like feeding the machine. Right. And, and the reason I say that is because it's like – you genuinely can't give a criticism to uh, some political issue without somebody rebuttaling with an extreme of like, oh, well, you know, I think, yeah, I think that maybe there's some circumstances where abortion makes sense. Oh, well, so you believe that you should just kill whoever you want, whatever you want to? Is that what you're saying? It's like, Are you for the death penalty? It's, it's like, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not. I think we can say that the death penalty and abortion are different topics, but mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about that because it doesn't get them excited. Yeah. And but that's, that's my issue is more. And it's along the lines of the generation that's growing up where all they're seeing is these very, very extreme takes because that's what sells on the internet. That's how you get advertisers and that's how you get people to click on your content. And that's our primary news source now is the internet as you're growing up those people are going to become polarized to these extreme takes and there's going to be no room left for moderation. Well, I also think there's, um, there's like this weird, uh, it's, it's almost like there's virtue with being an extremist ideologue now of like being an extreme liberal. It's like a virtue of a lot of the younger generations on TikTok or whatever, because if they don't have some of these political ideas, then they're ostracized for them a lot of the time unfairly when the reality is the people they're being ostracized by is not educated on the topic either. And I think part of it comes down to, and you sometimes we keep using the left as an example because it's what's most relevant in our age group. But if you look at like a little bit older, if you look at like, uh, I really don't like the like Steven Crowder types on the right and the Charlie Kirks and the the gotchas and the owns and the annihilated thumbnail people. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's cherry-picked stuff that you've had hours and hours and hours to prepare for these conversations. You're going into uh, college campuses for people who aren't there, who who haven't spent their life studying politics. And it'd be one thing if you're like, well, we're there to have an educational conversation. Um, But again, it kind of goes back to this intention versus outcome thing of like, that's not what you're intending to do and the your, your intention 
it has to evolve. Your if attention you look is at the to... early ones. It's way more intentional of like let's have an actual debate, and now it's like, well, it's also oh, like it, when it also I burn these like... liberal college kids, it's it... getting me more thumbs up. Well, yeah, it is reactionary, but as well, I think people are starting to believe it because the pendulum. I feel like. It, it's for since forever it's swung back and forth right it always does mm-hmm. the social pendulum will swing one way and then the other and it's a it's a four-dimensional pendulum so it's not just like left and right but it'll kind of move but it almost feels like there's been more force added to where it's like the the proposed solution is that this extreme ideology is only combated with another extreme ideology and so if you look at that, it's for, for example, that's, that's my issue is that there's no rhetoric of like, let's be intentional and let's look at what's actually going on. I was talking to someone about this issue and they said that Trump would have saved us from COVID. And then I was like, really? You really think that you really think that having a different president would have changed your experience of COVID and it just, it devolved into like me telling them like on a macro level, sure. But on a micro level, you would have gotten the same exact treatment. And so that's my problem is that this person has a problem with Biden and therefore Trump is the only answer. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I think I, I was thinking about this the other day. I think you're absolutely right. I also think that, um, we, we've we've moved away from like proactive political advocacy to like reactive defensive political sanctums exactly. of like it's not like it's no longer like oh I think that uh, Obama would be a good president because of uh, his his proposed uh, solutions to a healthcare crisis that is a bipartisan concern. Everyone acknowledges mm-hmm. that there is a healthcare crisis in the United States. Everyone, meaning a majority of politicians, that seems to be a bipartisan issue. Now, the solutions that people propose are obviously insanely different, but it would say, well, I believe this is a better solution. And then you'd have Mitt Romney, who I actually adore, who would say, well, I don't think that's a good solution. I think this is a better solution. Um, and now it's like, well, Biden's doing this. Well, what about what Trump did? And then it's like, well, Trump did this because he, whatever. It's like, no one's talking about like, it's just so devoid of anything hopeful. It's just like, yeah, it's like you, you're, you either vote for the dude that's paying off porn stars and, and talking of just the misogynistic narcissist that is Donald Trump, or you're defending somebody who does genuinely seem to be just a little bit lost in some ways. And and, and I, it does feel that way, and I, and I don't want to get into policy because I'm not the most educated on the topic. Um, but it's also like we also blame these ideologies for like. So if if Joe Biden is trying to bring troops out of Iraq, you know, I'd say okay, well that's a that's a good idea, right? And ge- like mm-hmm. as, as at least maybe the intention is like, well, we want to keep Amer- bring American soldiers home. And people have been talking about doing this forever. I mean, even, even mm-hmm. you know, Republican politicians have been talking about doing this for a long time. Yeah. And things go wrong. And I'm not saying that it's not the president's responsibility. It is the president's responsibility when you have, like, members of the Taliban, like, hanging onto planes and stuff. Like, that's that's a problem. And when we're leaving behind, like, billions or millions of dollars worth of military equipment behind to 
basically get they get stolen by the Taliban and things like that. Like that's obviously a problem, and it's the president's responsibility, and it's his. He should be held accountable for those mistakes. But it's not your neighbor who's a Democrat's fault that that happened. Yeah, and so and it's, it, it's super evident in the the Black Lives Matter and the All Lives Matter debate, where it's like there's this binary thing where you're you're like if you say black lives matter then someone who disagrees with the perceived intention and sentiment behind that statement that they have somehow convoluted into meaning that your life doesn't matter if you're not black which is not what that means now are saying all lives matter which is taking attention away and it's just bad rhetoric on it be, it devolves into bad rhetoric on both sides and then good things don't happen yeah it's kind of like it's it's like Imagine if you were like, the reality of the situation is, you say, well, my knee, I have a headache. And someone's like, okay, but I've had a headache before. Okay. Or I had a headache yesterday. Or I'm also having a headache. Mm-hmm. And so you don't, you don't have a headache because I have a headache. And it's like, it's just a shallow understanding of what black Or I have a stomach ache. Like even- and, and yeah, and all, all lives matter. Well, well, true. I believe that all lives matter. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. It's the 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 uh, the the charge behind that phrase is not one of all lives matter. The charge, the 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 intention behind that phrase is black lives don't matter, or it's that you, what I I get that you're having problems, but everyone's got problems. It's oh, like you stop talking to me about it. Yeah, please stop talking to me about it and just go hide away. And I don't even want to discuss. I, I understand that there was there's a lot of money, a lot of money that seems to have just kind of gone missing. And and we can talk about how these things have been hijacked by oh, political, you know, ideologues to not be what it should have been, you know. But again, when when you're talking about uh, like, I feel like, uh, and this is just a guess, but I feel like. A majority of the voter base is probably pretty moderate. Like I genuinely believe that. Yeah, and I but think I'm most see- Republicans aren't as Republican as they think they are. And I think yeah. most Democrats aren't as Democratic as they think they are. But you're like forced into these two buckets. And this is precisely why I didn't vote for a Democrat or a Republican in the last election, mm-hmm. because it was something that felt morally wrong to do. And I don't care yeah. if I'm throwing my vote away. I threw my I throw my vote away if I vote for somebody who I don't believe should be the president of the United States. Yeah, that's and throwing I, away. I my agree vote. with that, but what I'm trying, what I'm seeing more as I I speak to different people is I'm seeing a polarization, especially in younger people, like my age group and down. I'm seeing a polarization yeah. towards the extremes because that's the things that are being consumed. And so as you move right. up in age brackets, obviously, and therefore the mass of the voter base. But I'm saying as we're moving into people who were born in the age of the Internet, we'll call them Zoomers or whatever, like what, what's the techno? Is it Gen Z? It's Gen Z, right? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I think it's Gen Z. People under the age of 20. And, yeah. Or under as the we, age of 25. Whatever. Yeah. And as we're seeing that shift happen of people who grew up with the internet happening around them and it in its modern form 
where it's just instant all the time, you're seeing a more polarized effect. Well, the internet is well dangerous. And I think the internet itself is a dangerous place to grow up. But we yeah, I mean, well, different topic, topic yeah, about that. I, I think, I think it's dangerous, but it's like, yeah, it is dangerous. It is dangerous. We'll just we'll, we can talk about that maybe next time. But yeah. um, it, there is something you said that the internet has kind of always been a little bit more left skewed. Um, has it? Yeah, it's it's very secular, and so you got a lot of of atheists and liberals and free thinkers and people like that. And I, from what I have, have gathered, and at least this has been the case for me, the more educated I become, the less extreme I become. Um, but I tend to skew towards the left because I think there's some lot stronger philosophical and pragmatic approaches. But again, that's just my opinion. And my opinion changes all the time. When I was young, I was a Republican before I even know what that meant. Right. And that's, that's the problem is it's like you, you vote how your parents vote mm-hmm. and then you, you kind of grow up, grow up and you start to think through those, or maybe you never do. And it, it's just difficult. I think in all of yeah. the chaos, I've consumed more like far right content this year than any other year of my life because of the relevance of people like Andrew Tate. And I have moved farther left this year than any other political year <laughs> in my life. Right. Not because, not because of, of Andrew Taylor. Like I'm trying to distance myself from that. Although <laughs> I, am. I would surely not. I want, I don't want to distance myself from it. Cause I want to be able to, why? Because I don't want to, to, to blind myself, you know, so that I don't see something I don't like. Oh, I want to be able to have access to all of the information and possibly can, but I definitely am not endorsing it. Um, in fact, I would I would go on the record as condemning that that way of thinking. But yeah, as we have, I just I've just I've just I've just, I've just the more the more I've sat and thought through what I think is best. I don't believe that a lot of Republican uh, ideals are are something that I think is the most effective way. I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong. With some of a lot of them, I just think that uh, I just think that there's I'm trying to figure out what the best way is, not a way that works. And I think the problem with conservative ideology, even if you just look at the word conservative, is like, well, we know what works and we should conserve those values and those things that work. And there's wisdom. in that. And I, I think that there's a lot of um, things in the world today that would benefit yeah. from that. I think if you look at what we talked about you know, the last time was masculinity. I think the, I think the conservative party actually has a little bit more wisdom in some of these kinds of gendered ideologies, hmm. and and not not to a to a genderable point. And I think there's a lot of flaws with them. But this idea of like a traditional man, I think, is is something that can be good. You know, I think you can take the good yeah. from it and. As long as you're not forcing those ideals on other people, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and that's, that's true about anything. It's it's when it becomes a toxic trait that that, and when it becomes pushed. I, yeah, on I just I just think there was there was a there was a time where and when it becomes legalized, that's the issue. When it becomes legislature, that sure. Well, I, th- I just think there's some there's something in the conservative ideas. There's just something yeah. romantic about you know 
you know, old Western men that would, you know, defend themselves who were free people and and who would do the do the hard things that were you know you know if you if you know there's i think they were stronger i think they were stronger men i think i think that men are getting weaker in general i think people in general are getting weaker they're getting more codependent on each other and i think there's a lot of independent values in conservative ideology that i think are good but the problem is is that definitively Conservative values only benefit you if you are part, if you are a benefactor of the current ideology. Because yeah. if you don't change things, then the people who are losing based on the system that you've created can never win. Those rights can never be wrong, or those those wrongs yeah. can never be right. You can't win. That's exactly. what conservative means is to conserve and and I, and I think keep that your momentum. And then I, you know, and I'm not saying that there's there's not an effort to make things fair. I just think there should be more effort. And I think that's when I start to shift a little bit left of like, well, we say if we deregulate the economy and that would be true capitalism, then it would work because society would have good values and they would regulate it for us. But then things like redlining were happening and it took the government getting involved and saying, hey, this is like totally not okay." And so or like, do you like the fact that your roof doesn't leak into your house because we have things like building code? And like, what about hospitals and planes? And like, there's like a a, a ton of infrastructure that only works because of regulation. And I just think that like there's a difference between it's, it's like people don't understand these terms. And that's really difficult, too, because it's like you're like, oh, yeah, I think that maybe people should pay a certain amount of taxes. Well, you're a communist. It's like I don't feel like you understand what you're talking about. Like socialism mm-hmm. is not taxes. That's not what socialism is. And, yeah. and because if and socialism is also not charity, like there's just like a lot of problems with a lot of these thoughts that just haven't been well thought through by most people because most people have the time most people are busy they're working two jobs they got kids and soccer and whatever they got going on they can't sit down and think through all this stuff and so the way that they get their content is they go into fox news or cnn or facebook or tiktok or whatever they find the thing like that does kind of make sense okay i'll just go with that because that's what i have in front of me when Mm -hmm. it's like it it just there's also something to say about like i'm an incredibly idealistic person Self-admittedly, I think it's a good thing, but you have to have some level of rational pragmatism in your life because some things, like even if you have an ideal, sometimes the only way to get towards that ideal long-term is by making small incremental steps towards that ideal, not not doing yeah. anything because it's impossible or not pretending like the impossible can just somehow exist. And that's that's exactly why I just don't agree with progressive politics because it's yeah. straight idealism. And there's no thought about consequences almost ever. It's always like at least in the extreme views, right? Of course, in, in the extreme the, views. Of in course, these in the extreme cases views. that if, we're kind of talking if about. If you look at me on the political compass thing, and look, if you, you want, you can throw it up on the screen. You have the screenshot of where I am. Like, yeah, I am left wing, more like that bottom left libertarian kind of, you know, not extreme. I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people who are far right of the thing would say I'm extreme for sure. Odd word, like there and there. Um, but I just, I just think there's something to be said about being. I think I think that the conservatives need to be a little bit more idealistic. 
I think that the progressives need to be a little more pragmatic. And I think that somewhere in between is the truth. And I just don't think we're going to get there if people feel like they have to hop in one of the two boats. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I would never, worry. ever advocate for somebody like Donald Trump to be the president. I don't care if he's made the best policies in the world. This is not somebody who we should be putting a platform to in the way that he, he he's morally corrupted. This isn't somebody who I would I trust, and this is not somebody who I want my my I don't want my son to look at somebody like Donald Trump and say that's who I should be. I should be talking about grabbing people by the pussy and and paying off porn stars to keep their mouth shut, and always talking about why I'm so great and why I'm the best. And believe me, everyone will tell you I'm the best. Like that's just not the kind of person who I want my my kid to look up to. Right. And yeah. so when we're talking about representing an entire country of people. I think that somebody with that demeanor, like, I don't know, anyone, Obama and Pryor would have been better. I mean, Bush is kind of a little gray yeah. area. And there's been some problems <laughs> in past presidents. But my point is, is like, love him or hate his politics. I think that Obama's demeanor was great. And I yeah. think that that level of composure, whether or not you find it charming or not, yeah. I think a lot of people would agree. And I'm not even here to make a case for his, his politics. Because I'm, I don't know. I was, I was a child when he was a right. president. Yeah. And even if I wasn't, everyone I talk to doesn't seem to know what they're talking about. Because the second you say, "Well, what has they done?" and there's always these like inflammatory questions of like, "Well, which policy specifically? Like, which pol- Like, which bill? Did you read the whole bill? Did you read all 558 pages of the bill? Did you see what it said about eggs? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I didn't. And neither no. did you. So let's stop it. This is why we elect people. To do these things for us, you know? And so what I have to look at is, do they do what they say they're going to do? And are they honorable, moral people? Because the system that we've built is a good system and it, in, in terms of the legal structure. And there's obviously problems with it. But my point is, is like the common man is not educated enough to be the president of the United States. Okay? Mm-hmm. They're just not. And, and maybe they could be and they could get as educated as that. But my point is, is like you you don't you don't even understand what you mean when you say you're a Republican or a Democrat or a liberal or a conservative. And it's like I, I admire I admire the passion that I see now. I think it's cool that we have a lot of passion behind this stuff. But it's like I just don't feel like we should just have no regulation on anything. And that's like the directionless passion is far more dangerous than direct oh, it's moderation. Just, it's, it's frustrating, but yeah, I get what you say. It's just, it's crazy. But I think we speak for a majority of fuckers. I really do. I think that a majority of people don't live on these extremes. And I do think that a lot of the younger people do. I certainly did when I was young. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't, I didn't know what I was, I didn't know what I was thinking. My thoughts were like all organic. Now I'm just like recycling stuff and trying to yeah. refine it, you know? Right. Yeah. No, for sure, man. I I think it is a little dangerous though to go vote for people based on if they're a moral person because I think you get into like Yeah, there's no way for you to know. Like, yeah. First of all. Right. And I'm not saying policy doesn't matter. Policy does that, matter. That would be like that would be like, you know, only buying albums of artists who are not bad people or not jerks to their fans. I think it devolves into into sure. drawing a line you can't necessarily I draw. I agree. But if my choice is between someone who I think would be a better president 
and who's a better moral moral actor, even though I know that they won't win, my vote is better used on so, on that. And I, I if if you're a conservative and you disagree with me, especially if you're a religious conservative, you're gonna have to go take that up with the Bible that you you know you believe in, because I promise you, uh, there's nothing in there about well, it doesn't really matter if they're a good guy or not. It doesn't matter if, what, if you're you're above reproach because you're not the one to do it. It's like you have a responsibility to encourage good moral actors. It's literally, and not only that, it's like we can talk about things like, uh, you know, there's also this weird, uh, that brings up another issue of like weird religious, you know, association with political yeah, identities. I was, I was in a church service around the time of the, it was the 2020 election. Uh, I was in a church service and the whole service was about, was like a very thinly veiled commentary on use your use the power of your vote for good because the other side is evil. And if you've ever been to a church, you know what side they were advocating well, for. Yeah, I mean there there's definitely some political things that conflict with religious beliefs, specifically Christian belief. That's what we're talking about and certainly Islam. But uh, just talking about Christian because that's what I know the most is it's like yes. I understand the pro-life argument. That's a strong, as a strong religious basis. I understand that. Um, there's the gay marriage thing, which, uh, you know, it's a little questionable. I also don't think that marriage is necessarily the tool that we need to go down to solve this problem. I think there's, like, why can't we just remove marriage from government, offer civil unions to anyone who can meet the certain qualifications or apply for it and then move on? Um, I get why we're not doing that, right? Because we want to, we want to make sure that people know that if you're a gay person, you are a person and you are a person just like this Christian person is. And I think that as a society, marriage has a weight to it that a civil union doesn't. And so I understand fighting for that. I'm not necessarily saying that that's a bad thing, but I can understand where there's some religious conflict. Um, but capitalism, how? Like, seriously, how? Like, show me how. And I'm, I I think that capitalism is actually a pretty good system, right? I think I think that it's got flaws, and I think it needs to be regulated yeah. to hell to work. Not the but, best system, but it is a good system. Yeah, and I don't I don't subscribe to this idea that, well, it's not a good system, but it's the best system we have. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, we don't do that for anything else. Like, yeah. like... Oh, your doc like your kid's dying sick and has cancer. It's like, well, there's better doctors out there, but I don't want to go through the work to figure out what that is. So I'm just gonna let my kid die. It's like, no, you're gonna do the work. You're gonna think about it. You're gonna audit it. You're gonna look at what doesn't work and you're gonna fix it. You know, and so mm -hmm. there's just there's a lot of a lot of stuff there, but I just don't I'm wondering like what specifically in the Bible would be an advocate of like some of these Republican yeah. ideas the I, like, I, like part... all of the military spending like right how the i'm not saying it's from... wrong i'm just saying how's it christian values it's yeah. not yeah absolutely the oddest part to me is uh the so the oddest part of the association between religion and political ideologies is that it typically is brought up in a country that is famously supposed to be separated between church and state in the political system that is supposedly yes. freedom of religion and freedom of political belief and they're supposed to be separated from one another 
Um, yes, they are. It's um, supposed to be. I, that's my it, point. It, it's an odd religious association with things that well, are also touting nationalism of a country that says yeah, not, should be separate. Yeah, nationalism is cringe. <laughs> general, I feel like that, that. I feel pretty comfortable saying that it's cringe. Um, but I don't necessarily think there's an yes. Separation of church and state is important. I completely agree. Um, and I think that that's good for religion. I'm actually more concerned about the good it is for religion more than the good it is for the government. Mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't expect people to not vote based on their religious values. And I think right. that's, a, that's, but that's, that's also, I think a, another like inflammatory thing. I don't think that's what you meant, but like people are like, Oh, well you're pro-life because of your religion. Well, there's supposed to be separation of church and state. It's like, yeah, there is as in the church can't mandate this, but somebody who believes it's wrong should have the right to vote no on it, even if you think that's crazy. And and I'm not like like do we should we just move to an authoritarian regime where like whatever your feelings say is what we should do? Like that has consequences you probably don't even want. And so it's like it's a little more tricky than right. just like oh well the separation of church and state. It's like yeah, but are we saying people shouldn't vote based on what they believe to be morally true? Like. I don't know. It's a little. I would never encourage people to not vote based on their religious ideas. I think they should vote based on what they think is right. That's what they should vote on. Yeah, that's why we. That's why this, the nice thing is, is if the majority of the people say that that's not the case, you're gonna have to learn how to adapt. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like the checks and balances. Is, I mean, it is pretty good. I mean, there is obviously some fallout from the times in our country where it wasn't that way you know and like there's there is something to say about like us being in a position where it's easier to talk about this stuff and this is this is another reason why i hate the, the all lives matter whatever it's like there's no doubt life is tough dude and i would say the class divides people more than anything else but again you have to look at like it's not ignoring your issue look i did not grow up with a statistical advantage i grew up with a statistical disadvantage let's say my statistical disadvantage was 10 okay yeah. someone else's might have been 15 it doesn't mean that my disadvantage doesn't exist and that that's not comparative you should not do comparative suffering my 10 points of things I've had to overcome have made me a strong person and that's important and it's not minimized by somebody else saying yeah my life has been also really hard. And it's right. like, oh, okay, great. Well, well, you tell me what's what's been hard about your life. Well, it's been hard for this reason, this reason, this reason. And then we can say, oh, well, what can we do to fix it? And then maybe when you're in a better spot, you can help us fix our stuff. And then I just think that's a lot better than like, oh, well, yeah. well uh, my life was hard. Oh, yeah, well, my life was hard too. Get over it, buddy. Like, yeah. why can't we try and fix this stuff? Like, I, like right. single parent low income, like I had, I had a lot of things, I had like a lot of things of, of that would set me up to fail. And I didn't, yeah, so I worked. You had a single parent and you had a low income. Right yeah. Now. And so like, and there was a lot of other things too that we don't need to get into, but like I had a lot of disadvantages, but I also had a lot of advantages. Right. We can leave skin color out of it entirely. Like just advantages of the fact that like um, I was a smarter kid and so I got choiced into schools 
that were in higher income areas because I was a smarter person and I had access to really good education and I had a really good support system, even though I had some, some things that suck. And so it's like, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that I didn't have to work hard. Uh, yeah. I had to work harder than a lot of my friends, but it doesn't mean that like, I also don't feel like they owe me anything. Right. And all I ask is that like, when you, when you look at an issue and you say, and somebody is saying, and there's even like biblical principles to back this up for the conservative people listening. It's like, when people are saying they're being oppressed, you listen, you listen, you don't have to blindly like, like say everything you say is true and everything you've done is right. And you know what? That's absolutely fine. And the way you think about solving it's perfectly fine. Cause whatever, what you said is best. That's not what that is. It's saying like when people are saying, Hey, there's a lot of issues that we're hap- that are happening and we need help. That's why we're talking about it. It's the the yeah. solution is not like, well, get the fuck over it because other people have problems. It's like, right. is that the world you want to live in? Like, I'm sorry that yeah. your life has beat you down that way. But like I could I could have had that mindset of like, well, my life's hard and whatever. It's just gonna be hard and life's hard. But I was like, what can I control? I can control this and this and this. I learned a lot. And so what I can do is use what I learned and use that to help other people. That's my responsibility as a human being. And and I don't know what the context of of black people are in America because I'm not a black person in America. So why would I pretend that I know what all these things are? So the only thing I can do is listen. And I can be critical of what I hear. I'm critical of what everyone tells me. But like, (laughs) my point is, it's like, it's not an attack on me that other people need help. That's just so crazy. It's like such a, and it's because of a lot of these like, toxic extreme views like if you believe that maybe black people have had a hard time in the united states well you might as well be be a pink-haired liberal neo-feminist who you know has fuck trump braided into their armpit hair like like what yeah that's like the kind of extremes that we fit people into absolutely and it's 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 your fault when you think about it it you said it's my yeah, fault. Yeah, like when you think about it. I don't know how you got there from that. Well, because but sure, yeah, okay, just because it's yeah, easier right. for me to blame somebody else. Yeah, no, you're right. It is my fault because I advocate strongly for people to care about what they put out into the world, and so therefore, it's my fault. If you told somebody that they should think about what they do. And their thoughts aren't what you wanted. It's your fault. You yep. should have indoctrinated them. So, what do we do to fix it then? What do we do to fix it? Uh, I think we all collectively, and this might be my Enneagram Type Five talking, but just learn about what you're talking about. I was gonna say the same thing. Just please, everyone, you included, Brendan, because. You have some pretty uneducated takes on Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, no, so true. Everyone, I should always everyone learn what you're talking about. You know, everyone needs to learn what they're talking about. For every and Ben Shapiro you end up in a... episode you watch, you should go watch some Bill Maher or something. Like, yeah. you need to consume. If you're going to consume the content, either abstain from the content, don't participate, or obtain all of it. All of it. Every watch everything, all of the lefty stuff, all of the crazy right stuff, and then you realize, dang, no one knows what they're talking about. 
there's a mm -hmm. lot of great people on the internet that I, I love that are very intelligent on both sides of the aisle. You got like your Jordan Petersons and your, your, yep, your Jordan Petersons. And then you, <laughs> you got like um, Destiny right here on YouTube is incredible. I've learned so much from him. He's just, I mean, he's kind of, he's not very PC, so if you don't like that, but he's just made me start to think through some of my political ideas a little bit more and realize, wow, maybe I'm not a Republican because some of this stuff actually makes no sense. XQC is a great resource for political teachings. Yeah, XQC, um, Andrew Tate is good. Uh, Elon Musk. Over Tate on Twitter. Yeah, Elon Musk. Um, I know yeah. he has nothing to do with politics. I mean, he has lots to do with politics by just the size of his influence. But um, yeah, just whatever he says is good. And, uh, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever your dad said, run with Outside, that. Yeah. that works. Right. Yeah. Whatever your grandfather said about racial issues. Just never, never, right. never, never said is I think the best yeah. advice. Never settle intellectually on your political ideology and, yeah. and you will adapt and you'll grow and you'll learn. I think that I've gotten more classical liberal as I've gotten older. That's what's made mm -hmm. sense to me. But who knows? Maybe later on I'll be more conservative. I just Yeah, maybe you when you're forty you'll be I have a hard time believing that I'll be a conservative, to be honest. But um yeah. it's totally possible. If the ideas make sense, just just use your rational thinking brain to make decisions. It's like it's mm -hmm. it's, it's really not that complicated because everyone I know who was either a strong Democrat or a strong Republican who started to think has moved somewhere on their on their scale. Mm -hmm. Take the political compass test. We'll throw it in the description. And yeah, uh, it's really yeah, fun. Absolutely. Post uh, post it's in the comments or whatever where you got or what your stuff is. Maybe we can compare. And uh, for those of you that think we're all liberal crazies, that's your problem. And for all of you who think we're all right crazies, it's your problem. So yeah, it's all your problem. Absolutely. Get over it. It's all your problem. And you clicked on our face. So whose face? Our face. Probably not. Both of our face. Well, I don't know. You haven't made the thumbnail yet, so. <laughs> That's true. I'm just going to do all of all of your face. Or I'll just combine our faces together with AI. You do that. <laughs> Click also, on comment, our face. Comment, like, comment below. subscribe, do all the things. Follow us on Spotify. Um, there's this, uh, Go follow a random person on SoundCloud. Make their there day. You go. There you go. And Peace. comment down below if you saw Bye. when I lagged. Bye. We gotta figure out an outro, dude. One, two, this podcast was produced by Obsessed Media, hosted by Brendan Shoemaker and Henry Young. If you'd like to hear more from us, suggest a topic, or support us in any way, our link tree is in the description down below. Have a great one.